So Saturday Night Live released a promo. Unfortunately, there's no words. But it's Jim Carrey putting on his Joe Biden outfit and Maya Rudolph putting on her Kamala Harris outfit to get ready for the premiere of Saturday Night Live tomorrow night, which I'm very excited about it. Hosted by Chris Rock, who's in the new season of Fargo. That's a pretty good episode right there. Checking out Jim Carrey as the as Joe Biden this time around. I hope and Chris it's not, Rock as host. I hope it's not prejudice toward liberals. It will be. I hope it's not as much as it has been in years past. Remember, toward the end of the season last year, it, there were stories that they realized they'd gone so far that it was just yeah, I do remember getting that. unwatchable. I, I hope they, I hope they feel that way. Um, I, I Jim Carrey approached Saturday Night Live. He got a hold of Lorne Michaels and said, "I would like to play Joe Biden next oh. year," which is interesting. He must have had an idea. Yeah, a couple other guys had done it. They got shoved aside. Maya Rudolph was on a kind of the exact opposite end when Kamala Harris got picked. She tweeted out "rut row." <laughs> <laughs> wow! Hey, we have breaking new oh, cow clips of the week coming up in a minute. We have breaking news, and it's not that the president, first lady, have the vid. Breaking news, Michael. Breaking news. <laughs> Utah Senator Mike Lee revealed today he's tested positive for the coronavirus and will remain isolated for the next 10 days, days after visiting the White House and hours after the President and First Lady said they'd uh, tested. For is he on the ju- Judiciary Committee? Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, so that's and, when... It, and he's an ass kicker. That's when it gets complicated. You start getting people on the Judiciary Committee for the confirmation hearing of the of the SCOTUS nominee, and, and, and in a normal situation, you might delay it. Or hold off for a week or two. Yeah, perhaps. Although, let's face it, it's uh, pro forma, as they say in the uh, Latin business. Um, they're just going through the motions because they're going to mm-hmm. hold hearings. But yeah. is, unless he gets very, very sick, by the time it's time for a vote, I think it'll, he'll be back. Uh, it doesn't help anything. Ah, the vid, folks. Very contagious, but significantly less deadly than it used to be for a couple of reasons we can get into. Uh, but first, though, come on. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. We'll all be saying this name a lot, I'm sure, because she's a nut. He paid $70,000 to cut his hair. Look, Donald Trump cut his own hair. From the time I got to the Senate 180 years ago. If you were dancing with a Brooklyn Bridge, you could get more bounce. This is a bit of fun. That's all it is. It's a bit of fun. Because if you got to take a drug test to be a cashier at TJ Maxx, you should damn well have to do it before you get the code to the new. To let people know, he doesn't you're want to a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why because, would you answer that because question? Because the you question is, the question is, the radical question. left. Would you Who shut up, man? Listen. That was the worst presidential debate I have ever seen. Clearly, uh, this was the most chaotic presidential debate I've ever seen. It was an absolute disgrace. It was a mockery of a presidential debate, an insult to our democracy. The debate, um, obviously, was a a debacle. That was a hot mess inside a dumpster fire, (laughs) inside a train wreck. (laughs) That was a show. No one's around. No one's talking to me. The President of the United States now confirming to the world that he and the First Lady of the United States have both 
tested positive for the coronavirus and they will quarantine. So that that reminds me, um, we were talking to Lon Hee Chen earlier in the show. And we brought up the fact this is just stunning that the right track, wrong track in America was the same in January as it is now. Close. It's moved a few percentage, but not much. Right. And Just wiggled. And Biden's lead over Trump was roughly the same in January as it is now. Now, what has happened since January? An impeachment, the third one in our nation's history, the worst pandemic in a century, the worst economic crisis in 75 years, the George Floyd thing and the worst uh, racial tensions and rioting in the streets in, in a half a century, a Supreme Court justice dying and, and now the president's got COVID. And so nothing has moved the needle. All that stuff. It's just astounding. I suppose what happened is people got even more what they already were on there. They're even more certain we're in the right direction or wrong direction. They're even more certain that I want Trump or Biden. Wow. When all those things happen. And so a number of these things, when they happened, I thought, oh, boy, this changes everything. And a couple days later, you realize this doesn't change anything. When news broke that. RGB died, I thought, RBG died, I thought, oh, this is huge. And then, like, in a day, I thought, why is this huge? This isn't huge. This is nothing. This is not going to change a thing. People are going to act all fired up. Similar to COVID, I'm looking at some of the responses that happened last night, right after the news broke, and Trump announced that he had COVID. Um, Carl Bernstein tweeted out of a Woodward Bernstein uh, fame brought down Nixon. We're all now in the midst of... Mojo Nixon? (laughs) <laughs> we are now in the midst of a national security crisis that is different than any in our history. Or nothing would be my response. Or it's not going to change a freaking thing. He's not going to campaign for a week and a half, and everything else is going to stay exactly the same. Right. Well, well he's not going to campaign in person with crowds. Other than that, everything's going to be the same. Well, it, the president has COVID. is like saying the president got in a car wreck and leaving it at that. You don't know if it's a fender bender, a paint scraper, he's shook up, his leg is broken, or he's in a coma. And when this, It could be all, all sorts of different outcomes. And when this news broke last night, I thought this is huge, and now, you know, with a night to sleep on it, I think, hey, unless he gets really sick, it ain't. No. It ain't. It ain't. No. Um, Piers Morgan tweeted out last night. He was uh, looking over the Twitter. We and, don't have enough American crackpots, uh, you know, in the conversation. We got to export or import crackpots. He made a good point about the viciousness that occurred on Twitter last night. I kept hearing references to the viciousness. I yeah. didn't seek any out, so no. I didn't actually see it. Yeah, I wasn't in the mood. But I'm sure there was plenty. Piers Morgan tweeted, <clears throat> Interesting to see those who've spent the last few years screaming that Trump's an uncaring, heartless, empathy-devoid bastard now spewing their gleeful joy that he and his wife have a deadly virus. They're no better than the man they loathe. That's where we are, and everybody mm-hmm. claims, well, the other side started it, so that's why I'm acting this way. And sure. That, and that's how you devolve. The high road has no traffic. You want to get where you're going fast? Take the high road. Man, you're going to think it's closed or something. You drive with your knees. Oh, is there a nuclear war or something? <laughs> no cars here on the high road. <laughs> um, so the Los Angeles Times is reporting today that California has now added a COVID-19 requirement. You should do this in your state if you don't live in California. That is going to trip up counties' reopenings according to the Los Angeles Times. Quoting them, 
in the Times. California's larger counties will now will not be permitted to reopen their economies unless they reduce coronavirus infections in the hardest hit places where the poor black people, Latinos and Pacific Islanders live. The, the real key to this whole thing is nobody has any idea how you would do that. How am I supposed to make sure those groups get the same amount of COVID as people who make more money and are white? Where how, do what you am even I, begin? Uh, well, uh, do you start falsifying records? Yes. That is what you do. Yep. That is what you do. If you, if you set a completely unrealistic goal that makes no sense with no criteria, yeah, you cheat. How, what else are you going to do? Yeah, you know, I read in the San Francisco Chironicle, which Chironicle's the most liberal part of the state, county officials in the Bay Area really have no idea what to do or how to do it or what the order even means. This is virtue signaling of the highest level. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Or God, can Gavin and his people be so divorced from reality, they think that just pronouncing it will will Make something happen. No, they can't believe that. Although you wouldn't think he'd be okay with making counties businesses fail and kids not learn with no remedy. Don't you have to point out, and here's what you're doing wrong. Here's why poor people are getting COVID more often. This is what you're doing to cause that to happen. Don't you have to be able to spell that out to come to the conclusion that it can be fixed? Now it's historical inequity. It's uh, white supremacy. It's, uh, this country was built on racism. So uh, your county health official, just so you understand, perhaps we have county health officials listening now. Your task is to undo 400 years of history before your local nail salon can open up. It'd be like telling Chicago, you need to have the same crime rate for white people and black people. Yeah. Same murder rate, shooting rate. Yeah. You have to come up with that or you, I don't know. Right, we're taking or, all your the, or the Cubs can't play anymore. Yeah, something. Yeah, how are we gonna? How are we supposed to do that? Ah, uh, we're doing our best to get everybody the health care, and um, well, yeah, we, well, we, like I said, the most liberal counties in the state are completely befuddled. We did a story earlier about a guy who ran a business and he shot himself because of this craziness. I could see how you could get there. I mean, because it is, it is just. It's just the world saying we have no interest in you being able to make a go of it. Yeah, we we will sit on your chest and slap you. And no matter how coherent, persuasive, uh, moving your arguments are, we will just keep slapping you. And we so don't care. maddening. Yeah, it is maddening. Um, and then right after the COVID news broke last night, after Trump tweeted it out, somebody tweeted, Hey, 2020, read the room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. People have had enough. If, if we're writing a political series on for Netflix or something like that, and I was one of the writers in the room, and I pitched exactly what's happened this year in that hypothetical political drama, I'd be fired and thrown out by it, my no, belt. It's too convoluted. Yeah. There's too much. It would seem like one of those Sharknado movies. Yeah. Oh, you want to do like a crazy over-the-top movie? No, I want to do a serious movie. We can't have all those things in one year. And then, 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 then after the beloved Supreme Court justice dies right before the election, then, then, whoa, 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 son, you've already been talking for 25 minutes now. This is supposed to be a 15-second elevator pitch. Take the, Quit with plot twists. I haven't even got to the murder hornets yet. Yeah, take the impeachment out of the story, because that's too much. Yeah. I, you remember, I knew it was stupid at the time. I knew it was stupid at the time, but especially now. Remember when people saying, and people will be going into the voting booths in November, thinking about this impeachment. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
So among <laughs> other things we can do is we received a lot of emails about the idea of reparations, another idiotic Cal Unicornia story, or one of the great liars in human history explaining how lying works. Do you have any interest in that? No, but am I telling uh, the truth? Uh, <laughs> wow, you kablooey! There goes my mind. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Rock band ACDC announced yesterday the group will reunite to make a new album titled Power Up. The album will reunite all four of their original chords. Hey, now, uh, that's a decent musical joke. Yeah, you kind of got to be into music to... Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> um, uh, what's the, the knock that ACDC songs are all the same or something? Or? Well, they, they don't stray very far from a uh, a uh, cranked up blues blueprint. Neither do 90% of the other acts that are ever played on the radio. Whether and if I'd made ACDC's money through the years, neither would I. Whether you're country, pop, rock, whatever, neither does anybody else. So, whatever. That's fine. Um, At least in terms of popular music. School board member who's worried that the pandemic has been too tough on cats. We should hear that. Cats are suffering because their caretakers are frustrated with them because they don't know how to respond to social stimuli. And I say that because that's my own experience. I guess the point I'm trying to get at is we all feel it. We all have the burden. Cats are suffering. There you go. You know, I can smell her through the radio. It's okay to admit that you are suffering, and it is hard for me as an individual. You don't have to project your emotions and feelings onto your pet and use that as a vehicle (laughs) to bring them up in conversations. Your cat has the brain of like a walnut. Your cat is fine. Do uh, you remember we worked with uh, someone who smelled a lot like cats? I do remember that. (laughs) That was An aggressive scent. That's probably why I can smell it now and it's making me gag. That was the most cat smelling person I've ever been around in my life. Gagging. Gagging. Sorry. Speaking of gagging. I'll save that for later. Too much in one's life. Something to look forward to. Yeah. (laughs) Super. Mr. Armstrong bringing it. Uh, this broke yesterday. Is this a big deal? Judge Amy Coney Barrett failed to disclose to the Judiciary Committee that she had participated in a 2006 two-page ad in the South Bend Times calling Roe versus Wade to be overturned and ending the barbaric legacy of the law. Brr, I don't. It was a big deal on Twitter for like an hour yesterday. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was. It was public, right? Okay. Okay. Um, Roe said, versus Wade was indefensible legally, never mind abortion law. But you know, people so, don't get that, that the approach can be differentiated from the result. Uh, Trump has the COVID and um, how sick he is. They're saying mild. They wouldn't tell us if it wasn't that way. Statistically, that's the most likely, but he could be, you know, vomiting with a high fever right now. And they're not going to tell us and they shouldn't. So. That's pretty much all there is to that story. Um, we'll update you if we hear anything else. History could be changed in astounding ways in the next two weeks. Oh, no doubt. Or uh, the president can get over his cold and get back to work and, and make the debate on the 15th. 
So as I mentioned a couple of times on the show, we have black mold in our bathrooms, and now they've torn out both bathrooms, like clear down to the below the floorboards and everything. I mean, just basically taking off that part of the house, and we're starting from scratch to get rid of the black mold. But I have no bathrooms in my home now, and we have no bathrooms, so I got a. That's por- a rough way to be it, in this century. It is, <laughs> it is. and uh, so I got a porta potty delivered to our house yesterday. Um, and, uh, my son, uh, was the first one to use it and he came in, Hey dad, it's got the F word in there. I thought you gotta <laughs> be kidding. So I go out and check the porta party and it's a porta potty. And it said something like it's beyond that. And then it goes racial too. It said F you white spelled out F you white boy. And you're something or other I couldn't understand. So it's got a racial thing to my white child in a different, in addition to the F word. Oh. And then on the door, when you sit, you're staring at the door and a carving of a woman's anatomy. Oh, and as you have probably seen, I don't think my kids picked up on what that was because it's, you know, north of the equator or south? Uh, the volatile region. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so oh, I had, all the southern region. So I called the porta potty company. And I said, "I want you." I said, "It says I have an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old inside the porta potty. It says F you on the wall. I want you to come get the porta potty and give me my money back." And he said, "Okay." Oh boy! But I just can you believe that? Even for construction workers, I think in the modern age you couldn't drop that off with that stuff inside Hostile it. Hostile work environment, exactly. So uh, that was nice. As if things aren't man. bad enough, I'm pooping outside in a hundred degree heat in a porta potty, and I got this. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And for all of you on Twitter who are hammering me for answering that quite for asking that question, I don't care because it's a question that needs to be asked. And clearly, the president's Republican colleagues a mile away from here are looking for an answer for it, too. So stop deflecting. Stop okay. blaming the media. I'm tired of it. John Roberts flipped his wig on Fox yesterday. Yeah. Tired well, of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're tired of people asking the same question. I, I disavow. I didn't know this, but I, uh, um, his wife is the correspondent for ABC, one of the other ones. I didn't know that. Nora is that Nora Roberts? Or? No, it's got a different last name. Mm. I don't mm. approve. Um, kidding. Um, uh, but his his wife, and so uh, Trump's blonde haired spokesman, Kaylee McEnany. Kaylee McEnany uh, had gotten her face a little bit, and I think that riled up. Oh. I, mean, he, I don't think he liked the way his wife was treated. All those people are so connected. How about the fact that everybody's married or went to college together or their kids go to school together or whatever? It's really, uh, really quite amazing. Cocktail parties the rest yeah. of it. All right. Tired uh, of it. Tired of it. We need to jump into this very quickly. We got a bunch of emails about the idea of Cal Unicornia studying reparations. Here's some of my favorites. Amani says, thank God I'm out of California so no one will ever bother me with this unjust, insulting insanity. My dad was a black guy whose family roots were in Mississippi, so odds are there were slavery connections there. I wouldn't know for sure because it doesn't matter. The whole concept that white people today owe black people something just because they exist in this country is racist absurdity. Can we please not raise a generation of white children who think they are bad or there's something wrong with them simply because of the color of their skin? That's is that not too happening. much to ask? 
That's not happening, says Joe Biden on the debate stage with no pushback from Trump or Chris Wallace. That's not happening. That's, yes, they're not is. teaching that in it schools. absolutely is happening all across the country. Yeah, and then we got um, reparations I already paid in 1973. I was 20 years old. I'd been laid off from my job as a laborer, went to the California Unemployment Office, Looking for any low-skill job openings I could apply for? The answer was no. Well, there are plenty of jobs posted. Every single employer indicated they would give preference to applicants of skin colors that were different from mine. I was too pale to qualify. Now, I'm not one of those guys pitching, white people have had it as bad as black people. It's very different, but still, that and the trillions of dollars spent on various inner-city programs, that is reparations, essentially. I said with no pushback from Trump, he did say, that's not true, yes it is, yes it is, Joe. But I wish he'd have had like specific examples at his fingertips that he yeah. could have said, you know, the school district in California or Oregon or whatever, they're teaching the 1619 Project, really yeah. laid it out there. Because He's not it, big on specific examples. Then you have uh, Douglas pointing out all the indentured servants who outnumbered the slaves by a significant amount in the New World, who cleared the non-farmland in the North, who built the ports, roads, and government buildings in the North, who built Boston, et cetera, et cetera. Um, let's see. And then uh, Joe from Dayton, frequent correspondent, writes, I uh, wanted to pass on a couple of points. One, it will inspire more takers, not adding to the tax base, to move to California and get free stuff. While revenue generators flee, not unlike when more free stuff opened up the homeless for the homeless. Uh, three, how about taking care of the current slave trade that is human trafficking and working chronologically backward from there? thought that was an interesting note. But anyway, I wanted to get to this. Believe it or not, I want to quote one Adolf Alois Schickelgruber. Oh, jeez. Who later changed Joe's his name. quoting Hitler again. Who later changed his name to Hitler to uh, avoid uh, anybody realizing his uh, Jewish roots, interestingly enough. Um, that's an oversimplification, but anyway, he's one of the great uh, brainwashers and deluders of human being, human beings in human history. And so, when he's talking about lies and what he calls the big lie, um, I think it's worth listening to. And I found it so thought provoking. Uh, his minister of information, Joseph Goebbels, would talk about this too, but. This is actually from Mein Kampf, which is not only repugnant, morally speaking, but it's rambling and repetitive. But he's accusing the Jews of the big lie, which is ironic since Hitler and his guys were, were, were the greatest perpetrators of the big lie. But they talk about um, what the big lie is and how it works. That in the big lie, There is always a certain force of credibility because the broad masses of a nation are always more easily corrupted in their deeper strata of their emotional nature than consciously or voluntarily. And thus, in the primitive simplicity of their minds, they are more readily they more readily fall victims to the big lie than the small lies, since they themselves often tell small lies in little matters, but would be ashamed to resort to large scale falsehoods. It would never come into their heads to fabricate colossal untruths, and they would not believe that others could have the impudence to distort the truth so infamously. Even though the facts which prove this to be so may be brought clearly to their minds, they will still doubt and waver and will continue to think that there may be some other explanation. For the grossly impudent lie always leaves traces behind it, even after it has been nailed down a fact which is known to all expert liars in this world and to all who conspire together in the art of lying. Wow, that's really interesting. I thought that was so thought-provoking. Most people would think, 
nobody would make up that Democrats are running a sex ring out of a pizza joint in Washington, D.C. So there must be truth to it. And there are plenty of examples on the left, too. I mean, plenty of them. Yeah, you know, all white people are racists because they were born with the irredeemable sin of whiteness. That's such an absurd thing to say. They'd only say it if there was some truth to it. Nobody would make up something that incredibly crazy. I just thought that was so thought-provoking. Because I would never, I mean, I might say I was, uh, uh, you know, the golf course was slow. I didn't stay and have three drinks. But I'm not going to say, honey, they bulldozed the entire golf course. And That's a good example. There were pro-golf radicals there. They tried to murder the golf pro. I had to fight them. I had to fight them to keep the murder from happening. Nobody would make that up. That's a good example. But if I, I said that, my wife might think, what 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 actually happened? Something insane happened. Yeah, no, yeah, because if you made that up, that'd make you a crazy person. Right. Nobody would do that, except the people who do do that. <laughs> right, that is really interesting. Yeah, that's and, the big lie. And Hitler just, uh, and I'm sure many people who lie regularly, uh, just un- regularly understand that. Right. Bizarrely, and this is how, you know, Hitler was a mad genius. He was twisted in so many different ways. He was trying to convince the German people that uh, the big lie was that the Germans deserved to lose the war and were in the wrong, and that the big lie was being perpetrated by the Jews. Ironically, he explained his own strategy um, in trying to attack you know, uh, German history and the truth of German history. I mentioned, or you mentioned, uh, taxes and who pays taxes a little bit, and it reminded me of, uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, discussion of... You know, when the Trump tax story broke last Sunday, which now seems like six months ago in the New York Times, and it was uh, clearly a hit piece. I mean, it wasn't a an investigative piece laid out with all the data. You know, you make up your mind. It was, no. you know, they, they cherry-picked and worded things to make it as bad as possible. But the assumption the following days in the echo chambers on the left and in the debate the other night was that it is unpatriotic to not pay the maximum amount of taxes. I mean that that's that's what the, is always the insinuation that you're right. That um, you got to pay your fair share, which nobody ever defines. Even if you're not doing anything illegal, it's you know your obligation as a good citizen to right. somehow pay more taxes. And as is often pointed out, hey, all those you want more taxes, are you filling out that slot in your taxes where you can send more money? Because there is a something on the on the tax forms oh, yeah. where you can send in more money. Are you Absolutely. sending in extra? You're probably not. Yeah. You just want me to pay more. Anyway, um, uh, if if you're going to go with that argument that it's more patriotic to pay more taxes, uh, does that fit in with the whole the top 5% pay 95% of the taxes? So the, the, the millionaires and billionaires who are ripping off the world, they're the most patriotic people in America? They're the greatest patriots in America. And are you going to turn it the other way? The half of the country that pays no federal taxes, they aren't patriots? They're they're They're... Boy, that's an interesting argument. Yeah, they're yeah, bad Americans. I don't think you probably want to make either one of those arguments. No. I wouldn't. But Well, and it's it's obviously just partisan bull-ass because the very laws that, that Trump, for instance, or anybody else follows, and if they don't, prosecute them, but those very laws were passed by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Hillary Clinton and Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and, and Paul Ryan and the rest of them. That's the the laws. If people are following the laws, if you don't like the laws, change the laws. 
Trump's got COVID. Melania's got COVID, if you're keeping up with sick supermodel news. Um, She's the first lady. Lady, lady, lady. Senator Mike Lee has COVID because he was with Trump the other day. Have they nailed down that the, he, he got it from that whole Trump circle? Or is this completely separate? Yeah, I don't know that you can nail it down. I don't know where else he's been, but it's possible. I'm not Mike Lee's keeper. Um, it's not my day to watch him. Now, they're saying Biden has tested negative. But it takes some... Have they tested him for Adderall? Mm. He would have had to have... If he got it from the Trump crowd, he would have had to gotten it Tuesday night. You could easily test negative now and have it, from what I understand. Mm, yeah. It could be in your system. Yeah, And, and you're there gonna, are a lot of uh, swings and misses on the test. Yeah, and the tests aren't that accurate, so... That'd be something if both candidates had it. That'd really be wild. Um, but there you go. Uh, most likely scenario is Trump's fine. He's not gonna. He's gonna miss about half the days remaining up to the election, though, of not being able to do those great big giant rallies. Right. You know, he and his people are figuring out as fast as they can what an alternative might be to keep the campaign momentum going. But it's a, it's a blow, no doubt. Text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. Is the musical guest on the season premiere of Saturday Night Live tomorrow night? Is she the WAP singer? Yes, she's I'm the one. Sure. Who, yeah, that is not Cardi B. Her she, parents, Mr. and Mrs. Stallion, must be very proud. She was also the uh, originator of the song that the Carol Baskin TikTok. Oh, okay. That, that's yeah. a, that's a parody of her song of one of her songs. Um, I am excited to see Jim Carrey as Vice President Biden, uh, and then the tone of Saturday Night Live on that whole thing. So I'll check it out. Um, and I think Maya Rudolph's Kamala Harris is pretty dang funny. Um, so Trump has not tweeted since his tweet last night of my wife and I have the coronavirus. They say he's got mild symptoms. It would seem to me that if he's feeling fine, but he's like more or less confined to his room or a couple of rooms in the White House, I would think he'd be tweeting like crazy. If he had this full day of stuff scheduled and he can't do it, but he feels fine, I would think he'd just be tweeting his... Ample yeah, behind off. I'm a little concerned. I'm thinking maybe he's. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy and stuff like this, but I. Well, this is not a conspiracy theory. I, I would think, think it's he, just that a, means he's. It's something's up. Doesn't that seem weird? If they're admitting he has mild symptoms, I'm a little concerned. Because yeah, yeah. Sean's theory was, if he had, if he was completely fine, you would say he's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's... But if he was bad, you might say mild. There's a likelihood of that. If he was mild, he'd say nothing. It's not proof. No, it's not proof. To me, more proof is the fact that he's not tweeting. I would just think he had a full schedule today, including traveling, uh, rally, the whole thing, interviews, all canceled. Yeah. And he's not tweeting? I mean, he's he can't handle free time. He hates free time. If he's sitting in a room watching TV, he'd be tweeting like crazy. I tuned in Fox and Fiends on the way in to work this morning, and they mentioned that, well, the president uh, who said to not have symptoms at that time and is feeling fine, I wonder if he'll make a statement to the nation. We haven't had any word. You'd think he might. Uh, He's been known to call this show 
Um, and, and certainly, he should feel free. Well, you know, that is a—that uh, would be a pretty good idea, and it would get him FaceTime. I would think he would want to do that. Or just call him up and say, hey, I'm feeling great. I'll, I'll be fine. I mean, I feel a little tired. Yeah, with an election I'm... coming up for his supporters right. and everything like that, yeah. just I would, I'm surprised he hasn't. The argument against the fact that he's sick is that he was on Hannity last night, like an hour before he announced he had it, and he sounded fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, absolutely fine. Yeah, again, this is just speculation. We're just chatting about this. Nobody yeah. knows, but... Um, Armstrong think... and Getty said he's dying. No, he did not say that. Yeah, shut up, imaginary person. Uh, we've all had that moment when we realized we were getting sick, though. We all know what that moment feels like. Um, and it's possible he I mean, had it. Usually through. around the, the fifth shot. Right and early this morning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He could have felt fine last night, and then he got up this morning, doesn't feel very good. And then, you know, the other thing would be, if he started to actually not feel very good, that White House staff, I imagine, a medical staff, goes into crazy. Wasn't there the report that the West Wing was in panic mode earlier from somebody? Yeah, there was. Yeah, um, yeah you got to be careful of your choice of words. But, but his, I'm his, sure they're in a state of uh, activity. But if he woke <laughs> up this morning and he did have a fever and he was throwing up or anything like that, the the medical staff would be doing so much, he wouldn't have a chance to tweet. It'd be mm. nonstop tests and uh, keeping him hydrated and all kinds of different things. Could be. Uh, I've never been treated for the vid. There's just, oh, there's just no way he's sitting in his room on the bed watching TV and not tweeting. That's yeah. not a that's not a possibility. Maybe he's working. Maybe he's having Zoom meetings, that sort of thing. Conspiring with his campaign I, staff, how are they are how are they going to adjust the sales? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me with our events are canceled, how am I going to engage with people in these next 10 days while I'm self-isolating? Right. Uh what's our plan talking to people like that? That actually makes sense to me. Well, one way to do that would be to call into Fox and Friends or whatever today and say, "Yeah, I'm feeling great." Yeah. And he's yeah. trying to downplay the COVID for the he's got all kinds of reasons right, to be right. out there. You know, I don't appreciate your perfectly legitimate points. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If he starts tweeting later today, no I won't think twice about it. That he's fine probably. But if he does, if he goes much longer without a tweet, that's weird. He doesn't do that. When's the last Maybe time he spent the last hour and a half trying to figure out how to unmute his microphone <laughs> to have a, a Zoom conference with his staff? I don't know. He's an older fellow. I'm going to be watching his Twitter feed, and I don't usually. He has gone a full... Oh, he's almost gone 12 hours without a tweet. How often does he do that? Ever? Yeah, occasionally. But we've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Oh, by the way, it just came in, too. So Mike Lee, senator from Utah, tested positive for COVID. He was maskless meeting with Amy Coney Bryant. Barrett. Barrett. Just a few days ago. Oh, boy. She has tested negative, too, but it could take a while for it to catch on. Anyway, oh boy. that's the latest. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, pressing the buttons. Your final thought? Yeah, my prediction is both Biden and Trump will do another debate, but they're going to do it Clint Eastwood style with an empty chair, and they'll just you know do that bit. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? I finished watching the South Park pandemic special, and they uh, managed to do what they do so often. There's enough in there to make everybody mad. If you are easily offended, do not watch it. Oh, man. Yeah, Sean just explained to me that the the, the South Park episode. Oh, my God. It's got something for everyone or nothing for everyone. (laughs) Depending on how you look at it. 
Jack, a final shot, thought to share with the folks? Yeah, the porta potty lifestyle is not as glamorous as I was hoping it would be. I might have to upgrade to the... You know when you go to a nice event and they got the nice porta potties? You can get those, but they're a little pricey. Yeah. I went with the you're at a free music festival porta potty. Oh, that the they green delivered. ones? Oh, <laughs> and boy. It was not pleasant. Barely a step of the ones that have like the wooden with the with the moon, crescent yeah. moon in the door. Yeah. <laughs> did you, barely above a hole in the ground. Did you sit there brokenhearted? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Plus, get one with a door this time. Yeah. So we got this email from a concerned mom whose uh, daughter's English teacher, high school English teacher, is teaching blatantly anti-cop, pro-BLM, brainwashing, anti-white garbage in the school. Want to alert everybody to the website whatthearelearning.com. It's a place to share examples of critical race theory and woke indoctrination happening in your local schools. It's linked at armstrongandgetty.com under Friday's hot links. It's whatthearelearning.com. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You'll find that. You'll find uh, links to all the podcasts. You can download everything, uh, all the videos, the the articles we talked about. It's all there. Some really good resources, some stuff we've edited up to send around to your friends to talk some sense to them. Armstrongandgetty.com. And Ronald Reagan's joking with the nurses. He forgot to duck. No, he wasn't. He was in really, really bad shape. They oh, didn't... quit. You're a fear well, monger. Just tell mongering fear. God bless well, America. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Max Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come. To go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>